Herb Alpern, the Team of Brass, and Carson Sestouli. This is Fangraphs Audio. My guest on this edition of Fangraphs Audio, making his bi-weekly appearance. I'll say that his appearances are generally bi-weekly, uh, or perhaps semi-monthly, if you care to go that route. Um, <clears throat> what I mean to say is the person making that is a contributor to CBSSports.com's Eye on Baseball, uh, and also the author of three books, one of them serviceable, one of them uh, something more than serviceable, Dane Perry. I'd like to alert listeners um, to two things, uh, two points uh, that are relevant at this juncture. One is if you've come to Fangraphs Audio uh, looking for the sort of crack analysis that's available in the electronic pages of Fangraphs, uh, you won't you won't find that here. You won't find that here. Uh, may I suggest that you look um, to Mondays, our Monday editions of Fangraphs Audio, which feature Fangraphs Managing Editor Dave Cameron analyzing all baseball, uh, quite a feat that, uh, quite a feat of uh, strength and intelligence. They're being performed by Dave Cameron on Mondays. Also, we frequently have a podcast-oriented, uh, no, I should say prospect-oriented podcast. That's another thing we do with uh, Mike Newman, maybe, or Mark Hewlett, or any number of our other uh, prospecting lists is a thing we do. Uh, also, we will have interviews with actual baseballing uh, personalities. For example, Mike Shannon was on recently. He's the uh, radio voice, longtime radio voice of the Cardinals. Uh, Jim Deshaies, n- new uh, color broadcaster for the uh, WGN broadcast. And uh, of uh, the Cubs, for example. Brandon McCarthy, a major league pitcher. Uh, it's even possible that this evening I, I myself will be talking with Jeff Locke, left-hander for the Pirates. That's all thing. Now, that's the point number one, so that you will not find any sort of relevant baseball information about false. Second point is that, <clears throat> by way of context, allow me to tell you uh, that when this edition, that when my conversation with Dane Perry begins here, uh, it's actually the ending uh, what it is actually is it's the very tail end of a business meeting uh, that, that Perry and I were having with uh, uh, with Fangraphs employee Paul Swyden. Uh, you might have seen Paul Swyden's name uh, in the pages of Fangraphs. You might have seen it actually right on the cover. I think it's right on the cover of the Hardball Times Annual, the 2013 Hardball Times Annual. Uh, so when we enter, when you enter this uh, edition of the podcast, the, the conversation, you will be uh, encountering, first of all, to begin with, not only Dean Perry and myself, but also Paul Swyden. It's the very tail end of a meeting that we were having, uh, a business-type meeting, a meeting that concerned primarily business. So that's it. It is uh, Fangraphs Audio. It features Dane Perry, and it begins right now. Instead of making dinner, going to the trouble, all that, I want you to chew on this. You're fired. <laughs> but why? Why? Because you're a <laughs> Your work smells like a <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah, okay. Yeah. Fair enough. Uh, well, sorry, Paul. Yeah. Get off the phone, Paul. It's just company minutes. You don't work for this company. Two don't do. Yeah, whatever. Sorry, Paul. It's been a, it's been a, pleasure, it's been a pleasure working with you. Hey, likewise. All right. Yeah. All right, take care. Then, uh, uh, business meeting officially adjourned. Yeah. Okay, later. Bye, Paul. Okay. Hello. Hi. Yeah. We yeah. just concluded a, a power, powerful business meeting with uh, yeah. Paul Swyden. The Former. end of which, the end of which got ugly. Former employee. Mm-hmm. The end of which got very oh, ugly, God. and uh, Dane Perry, you were, you were forced to perform. I don't know. I don't know. It's not, it doesn't strike me as something you'd actually regret doing, though. Like you would take some pleasure in bullying people like that. I saw a business decision, and I made a business decision. Mm-hmm. That's all there was to it. Yep. I was faced with a business decision, and I made one. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. I can already see the balance sheet fundamentals improving from my decision. Would you uh, Would you think that to not make a decision is also to make a decision, Dane Perry? Would you, would no. you say that's the case? No. 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 Inaction is never action. Oh, interesting. Yeah, inaction is for cowards. Okay. So, yeah. for example, if you were... Uh, um, thought experiment, Dane. 
What? Thought experiment. What? Thought okay. experiment. But uh, let me give you an example of the decision. Just microwave some nachos. Now I'm about to put one in my gaping maw. <laughs> huh? You, you were saying. Thought, exp- thought experiment. Um, yeah. Uh, a, we have here a, a train track situation. Train track thought uh, yeah, experiment. Yeah, two trains headed to toward us. Well, what time do they collide? That sort of thing. No, no, no. Well, uh, maybe. Uh, we have on the one hand, uh, so so the tra- uh, uh, train is coming down the track, oh. and there's a, there, it's coming to a, an area, and it's going. Amtrak. Yes, it's an Amtrak train. Baltimore and Ohio line. Yep. We're talking freight. Uh, no, no, not freight. No, no, no. This is a, yeah, this is a passenger train. So the oh, point problem. is, the point is, it's coming down the tracks, and it's going to. Uh, there are five workers on the tracks, and they uh, they do not hear the train. They're all they're okay. deaf. Strangely, okay. strangely, uh, the train, the the uh, company that uh, per, that keeps up the track, that yeah. maintains the track, has hired all, five deaf employees, uh-huh. um, and has put them all in a job. Seems perilous. Well, they're agree. Hmm? They're cheaper. They keep labor costs down. Right. Well, that's yeah, that's probably true. It, they have a. It's sort of like a a contract with the uh, ADA. And uh, they have yeah. – it's a, it's a long story, that the background to it. But anyway, the train is yeah. going to run over these five employees of the track unless you pull the lever, uh, which would send uh-huh. it down another track where there's only one employee working. Yeah. There's only one employee working. Uh, are you going to pull this lever? So if you don't pull the lever, Dane, five yeah. people uh, – five deaf employees what? of the uh, railroad company are going to die. If you do okay. pull it, if you do pull it, Dane, only one will die. What do you do? Here's the deal. Mm-hmm. I'm the railroad baron, correct? <laughs> I didn't. That was not part of the yeah, thought experiment. Yeah. Well, I just took it over. <laughs> All right. I uh, allow Walmart to get life insurance policies on all my workers. Okay. So I'm going to run over the five, pop that stick shift in reverse, then run over the other guy <laughs> on the other track. I got six life insurance policies I'm about to cash in, mm-hmm. and I'm moving on down the line. Now, what would um, what was when was the last railroad baron? Are there still barons of any description? Are there internet barons now? <laughs> There's Chester Amtrak. He's still pretty powerful. Chester Amtrak. <laughs> I, Chester's a stage. I, I would think that. <laughs> no, Chester is a. I mean, that's an obvious. Uh, uh, first name for a railroad baron, but Amtrak sounds more like a Croatian to me or something like this. Like I would think it would be like Radoslav Amtrak, uh, something like well, he's that. Well, also the guy that owns Chelsea FC, he, uh, you know, and he owns Amtrak, Chester, Chester Amtrak. Chester, Am- Chester Amtrak, Chester yeah. Amtrak, as you will. Okay, now here's yeah. another one. Here's he, he, a- named, he named his railroad after himself. Right. Now here's another thought experiment, Dane. Um, okay. You answered the first. You actually got the right answer on a thought experiment. Good, the first good. one. Mm-hmm. Another nacho headed my way. <laughs> Second question. Um, similar oh. scenario. You, except this time you are on a bridge. You are oh. on a bridge, and you're looking out on the bridge, and you see a train I coming. I blow it up. I blow it up to stop the rear guard action. You see a train coming. Uh, it, in the distance, it's, it's This train goes under the bridge. It's a railroad. Uh, it's a bridge over a railroad over railroad tracks, and so you Not see. Not like the bridges in Madison County. True, all of the bridges in Madison County. Yeah. Uh, so you see a train coming. Now, um, behind you, you know that there are five employees, uh, deaf. Tragically, all of them. Um, yeah. Not the same ones as before because they all died in you in a horrible train accident that you caused, or at least that you mandated or you know approved. Wait, 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 wait. First detail. Mm-hmm. Born deaf or were they made deaf by working conditions? Uh, this does not say in the thought experiment. You can supply that okay. information. How do you – what makes – I made them deaf. Okay. You made, you made them deaf. Not, and actually not – when you say working conditions, it's not like they worked in um, – like under very loud circumstances. You actually just boxed their ears personally <laughs> to each one of them. <laughs> Um, I had surgeons remove their ears. The, the um, so you know, there's there are five deaf workers on the other side, and the train is uh, 
if it continues unabated, it will run them over. Okay. okay. Now here's here's the thing. Like the first dilemma. It's very similar, except here's yeah. the difference. This one, um, uh, sharing the bridge with you um, is an individual with whom you've ne- uh, you have no acquaintance, uh, but he's a giant fat man. He's mm-hmm. a giant fat man, and here's the thing: is um, if you wanted to, you could push this giant fat man, a man so giant and so fat uh, that he could impede the progress of the train. Do you see? And uh, therefore, so say big enough to stop a train, he's, but yeah. light enough for me to push him. It's 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 well, it's the perfect balance of the two. Dan. Yeah. <laughs> okay. All right. Yeah. Sure. yeah. He occupies that very particular place. Um, <laughs> yeah. So here's the thing: Are you going to push this giant fat man? You're going to push him down onto the tracks below. So you push him with your own hands onto the tracks below, but you will save five lives in so doing. Okay. Um, well, since I already have life insurance policies on my five workers, mm-hmm. the only way I push him is if he is a competing railroad baron. Oh. Is he? Is he? Well, given his size, uh, one can only assume um, that his caloric intake, his caloric intake uh, certainly outweighs considerably uh, the rate at which he burns calories. And right. is it possible that he's grown fat on um, delicious Omaha steaks oh. and uh, cheeses uh, from mm-hmm. every region in France? Uh, possible. Okay. Does he have a serious case of gout? We can only assume. Right. No. Uh, would you, in fact, possibly be putting him out of his misery? A possibility. Um. I'm going to push him on top of the other workers so they all die. <laughs> oh. Yeah. Oh. And yeah. you have solved the what is known as the train paradox. Yes. Yes. Um, yeah. The great sure. train paradox. Yes. You want to talk about what, Dane? No, actually, what we talked about earlier, we can do that another time. Okay. Yeah. Well, uh, I... I, well, we would not necessarily have to bring that up, Dane, but I would like to bring up a thing. Did you even want to invoke that, or shall I not? For, um, no, I don't care. Okay. The topic that you had considered, and we will consider it uh, mm-hmm. uh, in greater depth at, at a later date. Um, right. Is, Pretty right. Um, is, uh, uh, what was it? It was God... And of of God and ladies of God and ladies. Yes. Um, what it what it re, what it reminded me of. Mm-hmm. Let's see. Is um, naturally 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 my thoughts turn to boys to men. Yeah, I mean, what did boys to men do? They um, they were able to reintroduce. Our hearts to R and B music, right? Uh, I well, recently didn't they, didn't they uh, via regeneration through violence turn into Belvedere Devoe? <laughs> or am, am I am I thinking of another mythology? Another you are, yeah. yeah. You're thinking okay. of wait, poison? No, Menudo. They were originally Menudo. You're thinking okay. of? Okay. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. The thing that uh, has come to my attention is that let's see, uh, 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 keep is is Boys to Men. Did you know Boys to Men is responsible for in a, in a collaborative effort um, a, uh, producing the track which spent the most weeks n- at number one on the Billboard like top 100 list or whatever. I'm not shocked by that in the least. Most weeks at number one. Sorry, six sixteen weeks. Yeah. 16 weeks on the Billboard Hot 100. Hot, Dane. Very hot. hot. Yes. Uh, can you guess what song it was? It was a no. and, it, and it was a collaborative work. I should tell you. No. You cannot guess. Uh, I um, it's actually a song uh, of which I have zero recollection. Uh-huh. Uh, but this is, in a sense, this is the most famous song ever. You can make the argument. Yeah, in that sense. Yeah. Uh, Mariah Carey in Boys to Men. One sweet day. Yeah, I don't remember that. Neither do I. Uh, however, uh, Boys to Men, I'll Make Love to You, mm-hmm. which is actually um, 
I remember that one. That's yeah. actually uh, that's actually uh, your at bat music, your walk up music. <laughs> yes, yeah, yeah. 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 Um, I actually uh, in 1991 I received a uh, a hesitating McTavish to that song. Mm-hmm. Yeah, surprising because uh, that was three years before it came out. Yeah, that's, that's, I had a demo. Yeah, you had a demo yeah. demo copy. Yeah. You actually the were back when they were garage band. You actually were the producer that went that found them at yeah. the Philadelphia School of the Arts. Yeah, is that yep. really where they're from? Uh, I think something like that. They were all went to the same like art school in Philadelphia. Sounds reasonable. Yeah, right. uh, I'll make love to you. Spent 14 weeks um, uh, at the top of the Billboard. Is that a threat or a promise? I'm making. <laughs> That's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Well, it's the it, it's it's a future indicative. So uh, the future tells yeah. us that yeah. it will happen in uh, it will happen not now, uh, but at a time at a later time. But the indicative uh-huh. says or indicates that it will happen. It uh, mo- it is a fact. Uh, this is not uh, the subjunctive people. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. This is uh, um, we could they could also utilize the. Um, the future perfect, which is actually the, a lot of people don't know this, which actually is the name of the Dame Perry every Dame Perry edition of the podcast. A lot of people don't know this. A lot of people don't know this, Dane. Um, but trying to capitalize on the success of "I'll Make Love to You," um, boys to men, which is a much bigger hit than uh, than Molly Hatchett's "I Shall Have Been Making Love to You." Yeah, <laughs> well, that's. I, yes, this is the joke I was going to make. It's the future perfect version. <laughs> I win. The future perfect. I will have made love to you. Yeah. 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 I will. Yeah. Ha <laughs> I outflanked your grammar joke. You did. Not bad. No. Yeah. Pretty good, though. Um, Mariah Carey is also... That means I get to have sex with your wife. No. Oh, Dane. Yeah. Well, here's another thing: is I was curious as to whether if maybe you were thinking about God and God and ladies, because uh, you will, I know, I know quite well, you will be attending a wedding this weekend. It's true. You will be attending a wedding of a previous guest on Fangraphs yeah. Audio. Yeah, Murray St. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. He will be. Uh, he has found himself a Mrs. St. Gorgeous. Yes, he has. Yeah. Yes. And yeah. she's taking his name, and she will now be Beyonce St. Gorgeous. <laughs> Beyonce Caitlin St. Gorgeous, mm-hmm. yes. Yeah, Beyonce. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, and uh, we will and be there. you will also be in attendance at this wedding. I will be. And so, yeah. will, uh, so will my wife, and so will uh, Jackie Moore. Uh, yes. Yeah, the, Jackie Bonbons will be there. Jack yeah. Moore, which is just Shake the... It. Oh, no. Uh, now I've promised you, Dana, this would be an abbreviated edition. Yeah, you did. Podcast because and I, I, we, what we have. Why is, is that? What do you have going on tonight, Stilly? No, I did it for your benefit because you were, uh, re- you were hesitant to to make an appe- any sort of appearance this week on Fangraphs Audio. Was I? Yeah, you kept. Uh, I think that I invite. Um, I, said, I think I be- said I need to check on something, but I don't. I don't think I uh, hemmed and hawed. Oh, I thought that I made it clear. I thought that only after I made it clear that the episode would be brief, did you then consent to appear on it? No, you have your timeline confused as usual. I do. Yep. Hmm. Just for that, I'm going to shoot you in the pecker when I see you. <laughs> oh, I want to is- talk more about this wedding. Okay. What are you going to? Do you have any sense of what the drinks are that are available? I I don't know. Uh, I am not a liquor man, so as long as there's beer and wine, mm-hmm. I, am, I, am, I shall be satisfied. I will say, I will say that so far as weddings are concerned, beer and wine weddings are the smartest. I, uh, I had a beer and wine wedding because I knew that there were uh, there were guests, not, not naming names, but there, we knew that there would be guests in attendance who, if provided access to liquor, would take advantage of it. They would sing, right. I will make love to you, using yeah. the future <laughs> indicative uh, of the, to, the, to, the, to the spirits that were available. I shall regret having made love to you. <laughs> yes, yes. But not as much as the bride and groom will have regretted inviting right. me. Yeah. So right. I think a beer and wine wedding is the best. It yeah. needs to be seen. 
if that is the the sort that we will be attending, uh, I look forward yeah. to it. Yeah. Yeah, I, I, I do as well. It sounds like a lovely time. Mm-hmm. And uh, I should note to the listener that I refused your invitation to stay with you. You did, yeah. Uh, I guess will you be? Are you getting some manner of hotel room in the uh, Milwaukee area, or are you just driving back? Uh, no, I'm not driving back because that is for fools. Okay. Uh, there's nothing I cherish. Well, let me, let me rephrase that. There's, uh, the only thing I cherish more than a hotel by myself is uh, air travel by myself. Right, and I know that you enjoy I, air travel by yourself. Uh, it's man, manna from heaven. Air travel by yourself is just... I mean, I could do it every day. Um, but I, I, I very much enjoy a hotel room by myself. Yes, uh, it is a clean... is a tabula rasa. Well, it's not really a tabula. Yeah, it yeah, is a yeah. Uh, yeah. Stanza, stanza rasa. It is a clear slate. Um, yeah. Uh, and you could just be in it. You have access to cable. Yeah. Uh, it is sort of right. like a time apart, right? Like it is a time apart. Yeah. You're sort of out of the normal experience of life, and this is just different. I shall drink more and sleep later than I usually do. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Now, yeah. see, I actually don't uh, – if, if I could be earnest for a moment, um, uh, I, I certainly enjoy hotel life. But I will say this is that uh, recently uh-huh. uh, my wife has finished her semester – uh-huh. And so uh, she is uh, much less harried uh, by by the cares that, that her academic life uh, uh-huh. presents to her, and therefore is uh, we. I'm quite enjoying her company, so I have no desire to be away from her uh, or from our house. So you're saying she's less of a harpy than she has been for much of the recent past? No, I did not say that, and that's not even what I'm implying. Okay. Yeah. No, I, what I'm saying is that I enjoy her company quite a bit. And okay. uh, don't do not mind enjoying in the in the uh, in our house, especially if it means saving money. Um, the, we... the, uh, let, let me clarify something, <clears throat> Buckaroo. Okay. Uh, my enthusiasm for staying in hotels by myself is in no way the residue of any contempt for my wife. No, you're just your uh, child, is what you mean to say. No, no, oh, I okay. love them both. It is very simply a. Uh, uh, an un- unmet need for solitude. Okay. Uh, that I do not get a chance to satisfy much anymore. Right, because That's you have right because you family life essentially. I, I mean, after you have a child, this is what is solitude? One asks after that. This is not an issue solitude for me. Solitude is can you watch him while I go to the grocery store? That's solitude. <laughs> yeah. Can you watch this thing while I take ten <laughs> minutes to go buy milk? Yeah. That's what it is, yeah. That's what it is. <clears throat> yeah. uh, so with regard to the... And also, I know that you were poor and don't have air conditioning. It, well, the latter thing is true, and the former is uh, close to true, yes. Um, yeah. and uh, I, you know, if I, it looks as though it's going to be pleasant this weekend. Had I known that, I might have taken up on your offer, but my fear is that it would have been hot, and I would have been a sweaty piggy at your house. Do you know who uh, has slept... On the very futon to which I am now, at which I'm now pointing, because I can see all of the rooms in my house from where I'm sitting. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Robert Bly. Yes, Robert Bly has worn little else but a loincloth and pleasant yeah. manners on that futon. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll tell you what he's removed from himself is uh, yeah. is uh, airs. Heirs of all sorts. He's removed heirs. Yeah. yeah. Okay. And he has uh, revealed to me just pure Robert Bly. Okay. Also with a loincloth on. Sold. What do you um, – no, no. Uh, who, Rob, who, who, who Rob Nyer. On, who slept on your futon? Rob, Rob Nyer. Rob Nyer. slept right there uh, on that okay. futon to which I'm pointing. Rob Nyer spent next Bob, Robbie Banana Town. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah. yeah, Rob Nyer. It was not. Uh, it wasn't. Uh, Rob Nyer wasn't too good for it. You know what he is? He's a gentleman. He is. No. Oh. He's much yeah. fitter than you are too, by the way. He's much fitter. Yeah, I mean, he like like a, he does proper exercises. I, I exercise quite a bit, Stilly. He uh, he can he he can climb a rock. 
with his okay. hands, with just his hands and feet. I will out deadlift the out of him. I bet you, yeah, you might do that. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'll do it respectfully because he's a gentleman. Dane. Yes. I want to talk about the wedding in a second, but I want to, uh, there was a question I was very much going okay. to ask you. Which, oh, real talk. Which was, if you Hitler's were, Hitler. if you, Dane, yep. you might know that this is, uh, this is back to Boys and Men. You might know that a fixture in Boys and Men songs, in many R&B songs, is the R&B, is the interlude. The spoken Man, I'm word. I'm talking about them. The spoken word interlude. Dane, this is important. Yeah. Um, if you were, Dane. Generally sultry. If you were, yes, usually uh, deep, like bass voiced. If you were to, if you were an R&B artist, and who's to say you're not? They just perform under a different name. But if you were an R&B artist, and you were tasked with uh, authoring the interlude in the middle of uh-huh. a soulful R&B jam, uh, what sort of things would you say? Do you think? It usually starts off. Just I'll give you a heads up. It usually starts off something like, "Hey girl." Or all girl, or yeah. baby. Uh, I would say, hey baby boo, mm-hmm. that ass is gonna pay the toll. That's what I would say. Yeah. Yeah. And would you would the next words be because I'm a that's troll? That's all I would say. Because I'm a troll, <laughs> and you're yeah, going a to troll for the ass toll. Yeah, that's embarrassing. Maybe the most embarrassing moment so far in any yeah. history. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's return to the wedding. Mm-hmm. What do you uh, see? Do you see yourself having a sip of water here? Do you see yourself dancing, so, Dane? Are you should I dan- drink some beer tonight? Yes. Okay. Are you? I'm debating. I'm pretty tired. Mm-hmm. But uh, that's why I'm going to end this soon. Yeah. I, I really like to close my eyes like half an hour before these people get back. Okay, yeah. Uh, if you, what do you see yourself? Uh, do you see yourself dancing, uh, Dane, at the at the uh, wedding during the reception part? Uh, doubtful. Okay. Doubtful. Mm-hmm. I mean, it's possible. I mean, mm-hmm. I, I I don't think I'm going to get that drunk, mm-hmm. but it's possible. Yes. Uh, do um, you, are there any songs that you consider a sort of go-to songs for you in terms of dancing? No. Okay. No. Old time rock and roll, Bob Seger. Yes. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. Blue Shack. Yes, that's a good one. No, no, mm-hmm. not really. Um, I, I, I don't see. I think dancing is one of the stupidest forms of human expression. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. Sort of resent that it's the thing. Okay, that it's ever existed. And I would like to. Uh, I those people who encourage other people to dance, I would like to throw them in a wood chipper. <laughs> you would like uh, to reenact with them the denouement to the movie Fargo. Yes, yes, that, you're right. Yes, mm-hmm. yes. Except I would like the wood chipper like positioned below the Chrysler building, <laughs> and I push them off of it, and they land in it. Oh yeah, or interestingly, the it could be on top of the Chrysler building. But, oh okay, but, yeah, but it sort of holds their detritus. Yeah, yeah. Right onto yeah onto the uh, yeah. whatever what, Michigan Avenue below. Or whatever. No, Chrysler. Well, it's in New York. So. I was thinking the Sears Tower because you're in Chicago. Uh, so provincial. Yeah, super provincial. To- totes provincial. Um, <laughs> totes provincial. I like that. Yeah. Let's see. Uh, okay, now do you do you anticipate yourself? Um, are you Are you going to dance? Like. Yeah. Well, I'm. I, mean, both... I, assume, I assume you'll have a. Uh, you'll have. You'll enjoy a slow groove with your wife. Uh, yeah, that, but I'm, I am actually both a, a, a talented and enthusiastic dancer, so I, I usually do that. You'll notice it. Uh, do you do, like, the overbite side shuffle type thing? No, or? like, I have legitimate, uh, I have legitimate moves. Okay. Uh, I have, yes, I've been dancing. I'll, I'll, let me get out in front of this and say I find that hard to believe. Okay, you can, but, uh, you yeah. will believe it when you see it. Doubtful. I'm a, um, I actually have, uh, coordination I've da- I've been dancing. I this is I'm not I'm not lying to you. I've been dancing for a long time. Did you take some sort of dance class at boarding school? No, uh, no, no, no. I've been dancing. Uh, it's it's not. Uh, I, here's the story. Uh, since I was a young man, uh, I grew up predominantly with my mother. Uh, I have a good relationship right. with my father, but uh, predominantly yep. with my mother. And my mom was a huge fan, um, a huge fan of Madonna. 
And and she turns you into a lady boy. <laughs> she, yes, that's a fact. Okay. That's a fact. Uh, but she also uh, – I would listen – I would put on uh, Madonna's Immaculate Collection and uh, just – And dance, yeah. dance my heart out. Okay. Mm-hmm. Nothing wrong with that. I've been doing this since I was a young man. She, then, and she uh, – uh, I would uh, listen to Hammer, Don't Hurt Him. That was another album from which okay, I got yeah. some enjoyment. No, please, Hammer. Please, Hammer. Please, Hammer. Please, Hammer, Don't Hurt Him, yeah. Uh, so, uh, yeah, I would just uh, kind of hang out in this dark room and just dance – for hour or two at a time. Yeah. Okay. So you know. And later, would you f- the pain away? No, I never. I've never once done that. Sometimes it <laughs> creates more pain, physical and mental anguish, emotional anguish. Yeah, for everyone involved. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. And and the 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 the, the gathered crowds who are spectating for some reason. I don't know how that happened. All within the blast field. Yeah, right. Yeah, I don't. Yeah, this is awkward. Huh. Now, uh, so what sort of song will get you roused from the uh, from the dinner table? I mean, movie? I so I I'll tell you a sort of song I don't care for, and that's the that's the type that you will find at like on like the most generic wedding playlist, which is to say, like, old time rock and roll by Bob Seger. No, like electric slide, like group dances, songs. Oh that come, Lord. Songs that come with like a dance. Everybody clap your hands. <laughs> yeah. So songs that come with like a like a prefab dance, I don't care for. Okay, because well, um, it cramps your individualism. Not just that; it's just it's a little bit silly to me. I will say though, or so I will say, um, uh, I love uh, a song that I would like to hear. Mm-hmm. Is uh, is uh, uh, Justin Timberlake? Um, where he uh, dance with me, I think it's called dance with me. He said, you know, don't 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 be so quick to walk away. Rock your body, it's called. I think that's one of the greats. Uh, Who? Justin Timberlake. Oh, oh, God, it's Daniel. Justin Timberlake, rock your body. I think. Yeah. Um, Sexy back. Uh, not as much. Uh, not as much. Do you, do you ever gyrate? And like do hip thrusts? Uh, n- not. Gyrating does it doesn't seem no. I mean, I just do. I just dance well. I dance okay. in the way where you all see right. oh, that he knows what he's doing. No, I'm like, telling yeah, you. But I'm saying, like, do you use like hip, suggestive hip movements to uh, tell the onlooker that you're going to sex them with these hips later? No, I would describe. I would say that I am aware of um, uh, my lack of sex appeal on the okay. dance, and that I I might I might. Uh, Perform certain motions which are, which I, which are sort of me winking at the fact that no one wants to see me doing that. Does okay, that make sense? Yeah. I don't. Yeah, I'm sure. not. I'm not out there to to uh, uh, make people attracted to me. I'm out there to celebrate uh, celebrate life. Okay. You know I mean? Yeah. All right. I uh, I have to see this. Yeah, you sh- you can you can put it, yeah. you can uh, listen. I have I I like dancing quite a bit. I enjoy okay. it. I think I'm pretty good at it. I like ex- okay. I like doing like experiencing it with other people. Okay. Uh, you know. Despite my contempt for the medium, mm-hmm. I'm fine with that. Okay, good. No, I, I'm a live and let live sort of guy. Mace feels so good is another song uh, about which I. Uh, I don't know what that is. All right. Well, maybe uh, maybe I'll request it. Uh, who knows what they're yeah. going to play though? What about Wagner? I, he he. Uh, Wagner, I do a little bit of work with Wagner. Do you dan- have you ever danced to Wagner? I don't think I have actually. Although I will say that this the uh, um, so now that uh, like I said, my wife has more free time. She's uh, able to think about things she will do with her life as opposed to just uh, in the next you know minute or two uh, in terms of work. Right. Yeah. Um, so she announced to me that she, she would um, in the not very distant future or before the future happens uh, that she would like to see Wagner's ring cycle. Okay. Have you ever? That sounds, have you, have you that ever t- sounds awful. Yeah, it's awful. Have you ever? Have you ever participated in that? No, I don't know what that is. Uh, it is. It's like the longest opera there is. It's like. Oh Jesus! No. Hours and hours. How long is it actually, oh. Coles? Oh. A couple days. It's a couple days. Usually, oh. watch it over a span of two or three or four days or something. It yeah. Sounds completely miserable. Yeah, Wagner's Ring Cycle. But you can wear having seen it like a badge. I don't want that badge. No, I don't want that badge either. I'd rather 
try to watch Duff Boot. Do you think, Dane, that you will um, that Probably you will not. be a dissenting voice among those gathered? Uh, do you think that you will object to the to the marriage, or will you forever hold your peace? I, I've thought about this. Um, I'm not going to object. I, it's a fluid situation. I'll put it that way. Mm-hmm. I'm going to present <laughs> a list of demands, and I'm going to provide the bridegroom, or the bride, bridegroom, I should say, uh, with the opportunity to satisfy those demands on the spot. No, wait. Are you going to be oh, – sorry. Are you lobbying on behalf of one or the other of them or on behalf of Dane Perry? Just my general notions of, of marital fitness. Okay. So what and, uh, do you have an example of what you might be talking about? No. Okay. So totally fluid. But yeah, I don't even know. I don't even know what's going to upset me until I get there. Okay. Yeah. yeah. But uh, at which point I will let them know, and uh, I will give them a chance to respond. Mm-hmm. And uh, if they do not respond to my satisfaction, then I'll lodge a formal complaint with the minister. And oh, okay. Storm out. Storm out. I will storm out with stompy feet. Okay, you storm out and then go to your hotel and enjoy the rest of your evening? Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'll enjoy the rest of the evening, yeah. Yeah. Watch okay. some cable television. Um, yeah. What would you say? Can you remember your uh, most positive... Is that a motorcycle? Yeah, my windows are open here because I don't have AC. Right. Oh, I thought you were firing up. I thought you were firing up a Norton Manx. Do you... Uh, most positive wedding memory... Uh, or um, did you know, like what's a wedding you've been to that you think uh, that you would consider a good model, or that? Uh... Um, I'd say what, you know, I enjoyed my own wedding. I had a good time with that. You did? Did yeah. you have a better time uh, than you suspected you would? No, I, I knew I was going to have a good time. I'm trying to good times when I need to be. Yeah. Okay. No, no. I just thought. Well, I because I know I had a, I had a good time at a girl I went to college with, Renee. Her uh, her wedding was fun. Yeah. Her wedding was fun. Yeah, I made out with this girl a lot, and they had like a really great spread of food and free drinks, and uh, yeah, it was fun. This was last last week, you said? Yes, yeah. <laughs> it was a couple weeks ago. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I made out with a college girl. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, fun. was she was she still in college when you attended her wedding? No, she was out of college. She was out of college. Okay. A couple years out of college. And yeah. where was the where was the wedding? Jackson, Mississippi. Jackson, Mississippi. And who did you make out with? I made out with a girl named Kim. Okay. Kim, uh, no chance you'll listen to this, right? Um, <laughs> Kim, oh my God, Kim's older sister. I really, whew, yeah. So was Kim, she's a bit of a... Cons- out with Kim was fine, but her older sister was just a, just a box of rocks. Was she, was she a, a consolation prize then? Is that right? So I mean, I, I, our older sister was uh, in a relationship with uh, more of a man than I am. So, yeah. Okay. Wait, more of a man than, than you are now? No. At that time? No, at that time, yeah. Okay, yeah. What, at what point, at what age or level of maturity do you think you sort of crossed the threshold at which you were more of a man than he was at that point? Probably, like, I don't know. That's a good question. Mm-hmm. Uh, 32? Okay. Yeah, he's probably like 27 at the time or something. Okay, and yeah. th- so he was a real man then. Yeah, he was something of a man, yeah. Was yeah. he like roofing and contracting or something like this, or? I, that no, he wasn't that. He was he was tall and athletic, and he could do things. I think, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. And, so you, uh, you got so you so you went with Kim though, and so maybe you thought, well. Uh, sort of like it's like taking a, like a like a 101 type class. You thought, well, if I get through this one, was that the idea? Uh, no, I, I had no I had no serious designs for older sister. It was just it was just a desire that I knew would never be satisfied. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. From afar. From afar. I might as well have been you know, you know, I might as well have been hubba hubba for Catherine Deneuve, which I am. You do like that, Catherine Deneuve? No, uh, Catherine Deneuve versus. Bridget Bardot. Not Catherine Deneuve. Catherine Deneuve. Bridget Bardot is a strumpet. She's a strumpet. Now she's... Um, are you familiar with Bridget Bardot in her current incarnation? Uh, was she coconuts or something? She's what? totally... She... 
so you might say, and this is not the case with Catherine Deneuve, but uh, you you could probably um, have a sense that Bridget Bardot had the sort of beauty as a younger woman that would not necessarily age well. Okay. Uh, and it has not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm familiar with that. Okay. And yet she's still. It's not like it's not like angular. I call that type my wife. <laughs> it's not. It's not like angular features. It was like you know. Uh, Howdy, and yeah. uh, and coy, and uh, that's not age well. And um, right. she's also a nuts, um, like right wing activist. Oh, I didn't know that. Uh, okay. Zena, like Zena, like European right wing, where she hates all minorities. She's or like very xenophobic. Yeah, like totally xenophobic. Okay. Um, yeah. Yeah, Europeans are freaking racist. They have uh, yes, they can be absolutely. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's yeah. They have it's a, almost impressive. Yeah. yeah, they have an interesting range. It, it's a, yeah. it's a, it's interesting how they go about it because uh, as sort of as a as a liberal American, you think, well, Europe, in every way, more enlightened uh, than we right. are. But yeah, but they can really. They uh, hate. They hate themselves in dark skin. Yeah. Yeah. Well, an yeah. interesting thing is, I mean, for example, that happens in France sometimes. France, um, uh, there are some. Certainly, there's some. Uh, corners of France, which are not particularly thrilled with the Muslim population, yeah. um, and immigrants from Algeria, for example, or Morocco. <clears throat> the thing is that, uh, or, or or some some of the other um, French-speaking African nations. The re- the reason that those people uh, are are emigrating to France, however, is because they speak French because they were originally colonized by the French. Right. Um, no. So it's a sort of uh, issue of, I guess, reaping what one has sowed. Uh, yeah, I, I would say, yeah. yeah. So, you know, they, uh, they probably... The chickens are coming home to crap. I think it's the phrase. You just refer... So we, you think of African people as animals who defecate, is what you were saying. Defecating animals is what you've just said about African people. Well, I, I'd say we're all animals who defecate, would mm-hmm. you not? It's true. You certainly are. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, do you think your wife would grant me a dance? Mm, she's wary of you. Yeah, she should be. Yeah, she's wary of you. Yeah. Um, Interesting, yeah. You're sort of like... I I don't want one. I'm just curious. Mm. I instructed Swick, uh, Marty St. Gorgeous, to uh, seat me next to whores. Continue. I dare you to continue. No, I mean, I just, that's what I told him to do. No, I wasn't saying your wife was a whore. What are you yeah. talking about? Oh, okay. I thought that was the implication. No, so you said you asked him to sit you next to uh, to easy women. Yes. Yes. Hmm. What was his response to that? Uh, something like anything for you, which I don't know if that was dismissive or earnest. We'll find out, I guess. I guess we will. The yeah. um, I guess we find so out. So I guess if I am seated next to you and your wife, you should be insulted by him. Um, or will know that he ignored you is the other thing. Yeah. That'd be one way that would be the less interesting way to interpret it. Yeah, less interesting. You know what virtue is not always interesting. That's true. I saw that bumper sticker. All right. So what uh yeah. what are you gonna do tonight? What are you gonna drink? What are you gonna do? Actually, uh nice little evening planned out. Yeah, sure. uh, I don't as, I don't have a nice little evening planned out. As soon as uh this is over, um yeah. we uh my wife and I are going to go to a local distillery. Ah, sounds great. We will drink spirits. They have a uh, they have a honey liqueur uh, that I enjoy in particular. I, they also um, they also make rum there, and I sometimes will have what's known as a uh, Cuba Libre, which is a sort of rum and coke lime. Okay. Uh, also very delicious. Um, that sounds awful, but you had me at the that. We will have a French conversation uh, because um, I don't know if You're I going to talk in French. A little bit, yeah. Uh, I don't know okay, if, you, if, if I've told you about this, but uh, there's a very, I would say, over a 50% chance that we, uh, starting in September, we will be living in Paris, France. Uh, you did not give me those precise numbers, yeah. but uh, yeah. you mentioned the possibility. There is a, okay. Yeah, for, for an academic year, we will be living uh, potentially in Paris, France. Interesting. Uh, and so, um, Interesting. L- lest I be entirely embarrassed uh, when I arrive, I've... Uh, yeah. We're helping me learn some French. So uh, we actually have a, a nice process for doing it, I think. What I will do is um, I will print out an article or two from the uh, – Le Monde? Not Le Monde, no, but uh, L'Equipe, uh, which is a French sporting paper. 
Okay. Which is a cool thing about France, I guess. They have daily daily sporting papers, which I like. And that is uh, good. And uh, so I'll print out an article for, or two from that and uh, go over them. Uh, mm, she will uh, bring up maybe some grammatical issues that are occurring. Uh, perhaps uh, it's uh, passé composé, this particular verb. Perhaps it's uh, imparfait. Uh, uh-huh. We will look at some other constructions like that. And uh, it's nice because frequently there are quotes from athletes, uh, and athletes uh-huh. do not have particularly complicated sentence structure. That is good, yeah. Uh, so that's good. And also, sometimes, and even more so, some of the athletes are actually foreign themselves. Um, um, so, for example, uh, there was quotes from Zlatan Ibrahimovic in this recent article that we were reading. And he is actually – Zlatan Ibrahimovic is Swedish who play, and he played for many years in the Dutch League and then the Italian League. So okay. he knows a number of languages just well enough to talk about soccer in them. Okay. Uh, so it's interesting to like see quotes from players like that. They, they usually the sentence structure is pretty simple, and uh, that's necessary for me. Fair enough. Yeah. So that's what we're going to do, and then we're going to um, enjoy dinner, a nice dinner. Uh, okay. Tonight we're having – Cal, what are we having for dinner? Oh, yeah, we have like a like a doll with sweet potato and regular potato. A dog? A doll, D-A-H-L, I think. No, that's doll. That's like roll doll, something like that. And then tomorrow I'm going to a Pirates game. I'm going to talk to, talk to Jeff Locke, a left-hander for the Pirates. Uh, I think Locke. I am at least, but provided he'll talk to me. Uh, you going to keep one eye on Hodger Court? Um, no, I'm not going to do that. <laughs> I think uh, he's more than capable of going about his business because he's a professional writer. <laughs> Also, I don't. I wouldn't expect you to find him in the uh, visitors locker room. Ah, uh, well, you see him dry gulching. <laughs> You're not gonna dry gulch him. Uh, if that means compliment him on his professionalism, then sure. <laughs> dry gulch him is when you walk up behind him and clock him in the ribs. <laughs> <laughs> I'll make a point of it. Do you have any questions for Jeff Locke or any of the other pirates? Um, With the exception of A.J. Burnett, who is starting the game. Yeah, you won't be talking to him. Uh, ask Garrett Jones how he got so damn handsome. Okay. Garrett Jones is a handsome man. Is he? He's a little bit weathered, but I could see how you would like that. <laughs> I do like my men weathered. Yeah. That's like my mom. My mom was always liking guys like that. Like my mom, the two guys that she always had the biggest crushes on, this is sort of like when I was like late high, probably college age. Charles Durning? No, she really liked uh, Brian Dabak. Loved Brian Dabak. Just (laughs) thought he was the handsomest guy on the field. He looks exactly like McNulty on the wire. (laughs) A little bit, yeah. Yeah. It's like the the McNulty who's had four scotches. Right. The, and, yeah, the just regretting sex with a whore. Yeah, and then after after Dabak, uh, her favorite because Dabak left. Her favorite was Doug Mirabelli. She just liked these like <laughs> thick <laughs> these thick guys. I always thought it was so strange. I was like, Mom, what you tasting, man? You know, I had a little. You also strange. have a crush on uh, Gaylord Perry. <laughs> Uh, yes, yes, the uh, 2001 version of the Gaylord Perry. You know, if you think, if you think delight me quite like seeing, like, say, the Phil Necro Yankee years pictures. Right. Where he just absolutely looks like a grandpa pitching a major league game. <laughs> he does. It's just outstanding. It really is. <laughs> it looks like, like, like he's on furlough from the nursing home. <laughs> yes. I would, oh, I'd give anything to have a, an old bastard like that pitching right now. <laughs> it is amazing how old he looks. Well, so Wakefield and Moyer are probably like recently the two oldest, right? But they look, they look twenty five years younger than he did. Yeah, that's true. Yeah, I mean, I mean he yeah. he looked old. He looked old. It's actually yeah. Yeah, like eighties baseball cards certainly will remind you how old some guy. I mean, like even Don Sutton, like towards the end of his career, yeah. Don Sutton yeah. was like old looking. Uh, I mean, Rick Cerrone, like, he wasn't gray like that, uh, but he just looked like 
It looked like a guy who left a bar stool and got into it. And like in a way that David Wells even could because with David Wells it was always sort of like played up. But Rick Sorrell was just like, Yep. This is uh I just grew this mustache yesterday and now I'm ready to pitch. That was kind of always the thing. He was a catcher. I'm thinking of Dennis Lamp. Okay, alright. It was the same thing though. Danny Dorman was the same way too. Rick Lamford? Huh? Rick Langford? Yeah, Rick Langford. Yeah, he had a impossibly hairy neck. <laughs> Actually, I should say a hairy throat. <laughs> I mean, yeah. it looks like if he didn't shave, like, he could have grown a beard all the way down from his chin to his stomach. You know, the hairy throat is also uh, an Armenian sex position. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I will give you the hairy throat. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yeah. yes indeed. Mm-hmm. Uh, well, Dean, I'm going to go do what I... I'm going to go speak French over drinks with with my wife. I'm going to go lie down on a red couch. <laughs> okay. Yeah. All right. Hey, I do. I would like to thank you, Dean, for uh, for <clears throat> your prolificness. Is that the noun form of prolific? I would like to thank you for being Profligacy? so... Profligacy? Is that, is that what it is? Oh, right. Profli- profligacy? I don't know. Profligacy. Wait, here, let's do this. Uh, uh, this week, though, at Knockrafts, you've uh, made a number of contributions. What, two? No, I think three. I think at least three. Did I do three? Okay. All right. Uh, prolifer- pro- proliferate? Profligacy. Profligacy? See, I don't even know if that means the same thing. Proflicity. Well, there's profligate. To be profligate is to be, like, base and ruled by your urges. I think that's that's what that word means. Yeah. Okay. Uh, I, the mo- the main reason I want to go is because my ears hurt from my headphones. <laughs> it's true. That's actually the truest fact. Because we had that meeting with Polly Swiden, and then you right. fired him in such a loud voice, I fired and him. then yeah, yeah. I think the lesson here is don't be the kind of fool who talks on the phone in headphones. Recklessly extravagant or wasteful in the use of resources. Profligate. That's what profligate means. Yeah. Okay. I'm sure of that, too. Yeah. Ah, yeah, my... It really hurts. Yeah. Ow. (laughs) These ears hurt. All right. Let's get off the phone. Anyway, Dan, it's a real real pleasure talking to you. Uh, I want to thank you for... I'm going to kiss those lobes till they feel better. Okay. Be on Figraphs Audio. Uh, That has been uh, Dane Perry, contributor to CBSSports.com's Ion Baseball. Home for all baseball fans. I'm Carson Sestouli, and this has been Fangraphs Audio. In my mouth. <laughs>